All right, we are back. Jump Pod episode seven. Busy week six was upon us. We crushed it, and now we're back to recap. Hardy's in the building with a beautiful haircut, along with Duke, Steve, Dan, and DJ. I feel like I haven't seen DJ's face in about seven weeks. Maybe one day will. Um, but we got we got a pretty uh, jam packed episode coming on tap. Week six recap. Got a bunch of trades that went down. We're going to re- review those. We're going to do another edition of Chump Would You Rather. Got some really good scenarios for that. Uh, some betting plays and then some week seven preview. All right, but let's get right into it. Good slate of games this past week. Um, There's some hype going into a couple matchups, but overall uh, looking pretty good. Kicking it off with Dan, the Abusement Park, defeating... Diz, 104-60. Dan, how's it feel to get the dub? You know, it wasn't that hard. Sorry, my dog got the zoom. All right. Um, you know, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was pretty easy. I mean, Diz is kind of just a bye week. No offense to Diz. But, I mean, his team is ass. He doesn't even have a quarterback this week. I mean, that's just embarrassing. You know, it's just I just don't think. I've seen a fantasy team this bad. Like, he doesn't even have 400 points for it yet, I don't think. He has 399 in seven weeks. I know. And we we thought Cayman was going to be the one that wouldn't win a single game, but he's actually exceeding expectations. Diz, completely other story. Yeah, I, think- I honestly don't think – I don't think Caleb Williams can can save that squad. I don't think that, like, Caleb Williams and, say, and like, say, like, the sixth overall pick isn't going to save that team. Like no not way. even close. Uh, he's gonna have to probably wait till twenty twenty. Like it, no, if if I'm him, like how many first round picks does he have in twenty twenty five? Four. Four. Yeah. So maybe like if he didn't have all the twenty twenty five picks, yeah, like I would flip the pick because it holds so much value. But like one player is not gonna save his roster. Like no. the guy doesn't have a single like. I would love to trade with this. There's not a single person on his roster that I want. Dude, and also he just offers you the There was Javante Williams, but, like, banged up off the ACL. McLaughlin is there. Like, the offense is kind of ass. Like, his team is so bad. Like, there's not a single person on that I want. Agreed. All right, moving on. Vok defeats Cayman 109-73. to First week without Justin Jefferson. Seemed like he held his own. Um, but overall good dub for Vok. We got the emergency room all-stars defeating John 121 to 112. Steve was saying that this was going to be a tough matchup and he came out with the dub. Steve, how you feeling? It was nice to finally get the best of Sean. He always puts up a, a good fight. Um, it really came down to a couple plays here and there. If Ramondre doesn't come back after the injury, I lose. Um, he got a late touchdown from Bree, so it really was it was closer than uh than the matchup showed. But um yeah, happy to get the dub. Four and two, baby. And we got the we got the cane pod by coming up this week. Things are looking good. Big time for the emergency room. All right, here we go. But but also I lived up to my name this week. I had at one point all like five of my nine starters were hurt. Fields, London, Ramondre, DK, and someone else was hurt at one point. So Nice that we're living up to our name. Sure. All right. 
Emmerich defeating the mayor of the hookers, 122 to 98. DJ, how are we feeling, dog? Yeah, I think uh, Emmerich must have hired Dan's off- uh, defensive coordinator because he, he's, he's played some crazy defense this season. And Steve was right. He puts up a solid number every week. He put up, what, 122? Like, nothing crazy, but he just plays he solid just starts- defense. Adam Thielen, who puts up like 30, yeah, and somehow gets to like shit? 120 to 130 every week and just like moseys his, his way along his, his schedule and just pulls out dubs. I just think this year, more than ever, we're seeing random. Whoa, guys. I got to put my sunglasses on. Holy smokes. Look at that shirt. Fuck <laughs> you, guy. But as I was saying, I'm th- I'm seeing more of these random vets coming out of nowhere and just blowing up guys like Thielen and Mostert, who just like not they're not just putting up numbers like they are like dominating right now. Um, but I mean that, that's a good sight. You know, Adam Thielen's a throwback. Mostert's finally catching on, so it's good. All right, my team defeated Brian one forty to one nineteen. Brian was undefeated. Now he's five and one. Um, if I just hey, had... Bob. Sorry, hold on. Bob, you just come from the construction site? What the fuck you wearing? He's got the construction site. <laughs> <Yeah, bro. laughs> he's ready to put in work on his betting plays. No, he, he's glovesy. He's glovesy with the, the neon <laughs> shirt di- directing traffic. <laughs> All right, Steve, trivia. What's what's Glovesy's real name? Uh, I don't know. It's Horace. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Who is that Glovesy? sounds right. Brutal freaking name. From the league? Yeah, like, my name is Horace, actually. All right, Glossy. that. Jeez. Dude, that was an all-time episode. Well, all right, so I got the dub against Brian. I Just to recap, I think my team played really well. Um, some guys didn't do as well as I expected, but, I mean, a win's a win, and we're moving on to a pretty uh, interesting matchup this week. But I think the big matchup we got to talk about, uh, we got both of them in the building, Duke. With the come from behind, what is it, 35 point deficit dub on a Monday night to defeat the Kingdom 134 to 131. Let's start with let's start with the Kingdom's owner himself. Hardy, how are you feeling after that? Heartbroken, man, to say the least. It was uh gut-wrenching to watch the Monday night game. And then when uh fuck's his name, when Pollard went for 60 and and really broke it open and crossed the line over for the kingdom to go down. I just felt like I had my heart actually ripped out. Uh, you know, to defend the kingdom, I will say that this two and four record is is the most egregious misrepresentation of how a team has started a year because I was the third highest points for in the league for the week. I've had a couple other bullshit wins. Dan, you know who you are. Bullshit losses. That was a bullshit. And I think overall, the kingdom has seen better days, but don't give up yet because this back half of the year, we're going to have a lot more exciting podcasts where there's going to be a lot better news for the fortuitous kingdom. Um, I'd like to say congrats, Duke, on your win. You're a fucking pussy for actually coming back against me like that. It was it was really just uh, it really hit me in the fucking nuts watching that Monday night game. Dude, I, I, I was sick. You've been abused harder than, than than the fucking women that Deshaun Watson abused in the massage parlor. 857 points allowed is like runaway leader right now. You're, you're getting raped every week. I don't know, man. Well, I put up a buck 90 on him. 
Yeah, that didn't help. It'll even out, man. It'll even out. Duke, how you feeling, dog? Getting the third was it 34, 35 point comeback dub? Could have been a three game losing streak, too. I know. I think it was like a 35.5 points. And yeah, that Pollard catch really sealed the deal. If that Pollard catch didn't happen, I don't know if it was going to happen overall. Um, on Sunday, throughout the, like the one o'clock, like it, he was going pretty slow throughout the one o'clock. And then when it hit like the third quarter in a span of five minutes, Tyree caught like that 50 yard bomb. And then Brian Robinson out of nowhere just caught like a 30 yard screen pass for a touchdown. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, Pull a and I was a little, I was a little nervous going into Monday night. Honestly, like that, the the over under was like fifty one, but I was like, I don't know how that's going to hit with the Dallas defense. Um, but Keenan Keenan started us off hot with that touchdown. Aaron, I got to cut you match. off. I got to cut oh. you off. You were nervous. I thought you don't care. Yeah, I don't care, Dan. Um, but yeah, that would have been bad. Uh, three losses in a row. Thing is, like in my mind, I was ready to go three and three. I was not happy. I wasn't going to be worried. But I'm happy I got the dub. And Hardy was chirping all weekend. Dub's so, a dub. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. All right, moving on. We had a, a few trades go down recently. Uh, so we're going to reflect on them. I'm just going to read out some of the trades that happened, and then we can kind of talk about the ones that really stand out. Um, I'll kickstart with Dukes as a smaller one. So Duke acquired Javante Williams for Lazard in a 2024-2. Ended up playing him this week. Uh, put up, what, seven points? But not bad. All right, then uh, I made a trade with Dan. That was um, – well, Why don't we recap one by one? Took a while. Well, let's do them all, and then if we want to, like, think of which ones we want to talk about or really focus on, because there's there's three big ones. Well, there's two big ones, all right? Well, the one I made with Dan um, took about three days' worth of negotiation, a lot of back and forth, um, but ultimately the trade was Lamb, Michael Wilson, Oconco, and a 2024 second for Eckler and Ayuk. And then I thought that we were done with trades for the week, but then DJ and Dan drop a bomb this morning. DJ acquires um, Tyler Lockett, Beefcake Aaron Jones, and a 2024 three. And oh my God, Ridley Pickens and Gibson. So let's talk what trades we want to really discuss and really dig into for this one. I'll go with mine first because it's smaller. Yeah. Um, I wasn't looking for like a splash deal in it or anything. My RB2 for the past like three weeks has put up like four points. And I know I, I got a lot of studs on my team. So I just need like a serviceable RB2 that can at least give me like seven to 10 points a game. I know that touchdown for Javante will come. Um, he's going to get healthier as the season goes on. I know that was a little bit of a setback in week three, I think. Um, but he looked good rushing. He did. He just didn't get the opportunities against the Chiefs that night because the game script didn't happen. It didn't go in his favor, but. Right. Take your for the time being. Uh, I want to speak on the DJ trade. I think it was a good trade. I'm just really interested in the way DJ is building his team now. He sold off two kind of younger receivers and a back for two older, more win now pieces. I don't know, DJ, you want to talk about that? What, what was the logic in getting Aaron Jones and Lockett and, and being comfortable giving up Ridley Pickens and Gibson? I mean, Ridley's 28. Like, I don't think a lot of us realize how old he is. Like, he's, he's not. Shit, he is 20. I thought he was like 25. I thought he yeah, was no. <laughs> no, he's, he's, yeah, he's up there in age like that. So it's not, uh, Pickens, yeah, but I have a lot of young receivers with Pittman, Brown, and uh, Watson. So I was okay getting rid of one of them. 
and I just really needed a fucking running back. You got beef. You took you took beef from Dan. That's just insane. Beef was his guy. Like I know Austin Eckler was his guy, but beef was like Dan has always been a beef fan and a beef hater too at the same time. I've no, never I, been a hater. I you know I'll explain my logic in that. You know, beef won the hamstring injury. I just and this new package team, it just wasn't looking good for him. I don't think. <laughs> um, I think I think his production is honestly going to slow down a lot. He doesn't get any goal line touches and hasn't really in the last two years. You know, Dylan gets most of the hey, goal line. What do you touches. mean? He has like. I disagree. He, he didn't. He got one goal line touch last year, all of last year. One. He's really only played one full game all year. That's it. No, I'm saying all of last year, he got one saying, goal line touch. This year, like DJ, DJ just acquired two guys with hamstring issues. Both of them are questionable. Holy shit. I didn't realize that. So, yeah, Jones was limited today. Oh. And I, I think if a guy gets 213 rushing attempts, I, I'm pretty sure he gets goal line touches. One, he got one goal line touch last year, Steve. One. And I like the Pollard situation last year with Zeke. Pollard would be in between the numbers, and then Zeke would get the red zone. Like, and Zeke is, I mean, not Zeke. Like, Jones, like, like beef, like, yeah, he's a good, really good running back, but that hamstring injury, I think, has set him back farther. And I could be wrong. but Now we don't have to hear you complain about him all the time. I'll still complain about him. I have him in like three other leagues. Yeah, but he's got new guys to complain about. He has Lamb. He has Ridley. No, we're gonna hear about Dak with Lamb. We're not gonna hear about Lamb. We're gonna hear about Dak. Yeah, well, that's no, Dak fucking sucks. Passing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I do want to bring up one thing about the trade I made with Dan. It caused a lot of controversy because a lot of people in the league think that Ceedee Lamb and Brandon Ayuk are basically the same receiver or close. Oh, which is just. I, hold on. Personally, I think I talked to like four guys around the league, and it hold on woke saw saw the trade this morning with with Dan and and DJ. Think it was more than fair. Can't really tell who won that trade you made with Dan. I think there's a clear and obvious winner. Like I don't think it's close. Like I just think Dan was pissed off at Eckler, and you caught him at the right moment, and he was like, "Fuck it." Dude, Eckler put up 10 backs. points in a shitty Chargers offense. That offense is not shitty. Hold on. Dude. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Dude, they're literally, he's literally I don't know. Rivers. Like, Honestly, in Dan's yeah, we're not talking he got rid about of a 28-year-old running back and upgraded to like a wide, like technically like the wide receiver three in Dynasty as of right now. The guy, that, the guy that's getting five targets a game. And Dude, it's tied back. What do you mean five targets? Yeah, that's one game. Like towards, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Against Dallas. You're forgetting. You're forgetting how how nasty Ayuk is. Dude, Ayuk was didn't even play half the season because he was put in the doghouse. And then this Dude, year, I up games. I already like, sent you this the other day. I already sent you this the other day. Hey, McKenna. <laughs> you can see right there. Yeah, you were flailing the phone around. All I'm gonna say is that yeah, that was just the most egregious thing I've ever heard. Because CD- dude, he was he was wide receiver 15 last year. He's not some scrub. He had 115 targets oh, and eight dude. touchdowns okay. and over a thousand yards. Who's Sadie Lamb, dude? You guys shit on Cooper Rush. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's Austin Eckler? You heard of him? Austin Eckler. Really? Dude, wait till this offseason. How yeah? How many years is Austin? Dude, all, all I'm saying is you act like like. Chig is Chig is a nobody. Mike Wilson is a nobody. You basically traded CD Lamb and a two for 
um, Eckler and Ayuk. Okay, in two years, who's going to be the winner of that trade? <laughs> Probably Dan. <laughs> I mean, you you do so in PPR. Eckler was number in PPR in the last since 2019. Eckler was. RB4, then he got banged up. He had six games. Then he played 16 games in 2021. He's RB2. Years ago. You got to look at who who I took. Look at, okay, okay, okay. 2021, he was RB2. 2021, he was RB2. 2022, he was RB1. You're acting like this guy's some scrub. He's a one year rental. He's 28. He's on his last year. Oh, my God. He's going to be a committee. There's like four four or five guys in this league that think you you, uh, clearly won the trade. So you're not. All right, whatever, whatever, fine. Moving on, okay, fine. Now we. Then you got Moser for a bag of chips. I don't get that one either. Steve, is, Steve there's nothing stopping you from trading. You every time you offer something. No, I, I, I completely understand. I completely understand, but I don't know. I don't know how you got both. The first one you got H. It was before the H chain injury came out. But I don't know how you're going to do that. I texted Emmerich at seven in the morning. Hey, I'll give you a three of four and acres for Mostert. Send it. I was like, I was like okay. Didn't didn't do any magic thing. Dan, I had to do more negotiation with, but with most. I have I have a superpower too. You know, people could get hurt. Oh, stop! Stop! <laughs> All I'm saying, Joe. Yeah, you know, the brink of a playoff. He is talking about how old Eckler is. Yo, you fucking dare! Uh, next week he's gonna snap his leg. All right. Well, yeah, but I didn't say anything well, yet. Hold on, before we move on, there is a funny story with Dan and I's thing. We we could have had that deal done like a day and a half ago, but Dan couldn't get into his sleeper account. To I had to contact it. sleeper support. It wouldn't let me in on my computer or my phone. So I had to reset my entire account. Yeah. So I mean, am I the am I on a, on my own ship over here thinking that that the Dan Joe trade was was trash? No, I, I mean I, I've heard from other people in the league that think it's just OP. I mean, I want I want some credit for hitting my hot take in week week by week six. Yeah, you, you hit it. Okay, I'll give it to you. I broke up the lesser stack. I thought I was going to break up the Jamar Chase stack at one point, but we didn't. But all right, moving on in yeah. the interest of time. So we're doing an, another segment of this Would You Rather Trump edition. The Chumps already know the scenarios. Here we go. Would you rather, scenario number one, would you rather trade for Tyreek Hill, and you will get him in this trade, but you have to go through a one-week-long trade negotiation process with Hardy. We all know how that is. Or would you rather experience Dan's brand-new commute, which is absolutely horrible, from uh, from work for two days in a row? And, Dan, how long's your commute? Uh, yesterday it took me a three hours on the dot, but I did stop at Costco and eat dinner and I went sample. I got, I went to get the samples for dinner at Costco. So the three hour commuter, a one week trade negotiation with Hardy. Hardy only took Honestly, me an hour. I, I would, pre- I would prefer the trade negotiation with Hardy because one week is nothing. That's yeah, dude, I would not tax. want to sit in a commute. What I do. There's no, there's, one week is nothing for a player like him. If you want Tyreek, it's going to take you at least a month. Dude, dude, he said he would he give me hell. I offered, and then at some point your trade, at some point your trade talks are derailed because someone's getting, someone's getting hurt during those four weeks. Not in to your mention trade. the bipolarism out of it. Well, one day he loves your offer, and then the next day he thinks you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, one day you're like, all right, tomorrow. Right, tomorrow in my is defense, the day. in my defense, next to no offers have been fair that have come through. Also, Duke, would you do cup for Hill? My cup's my guy. Oh, straight, 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 straight up. He's been my Hill guy. for cup. 
Wow. You turn that down, Duke? Wow. Uh, I would take that in a heartbeat. I would take- Wait, what was the trade? <laughs> I would take are, you are you actually serious? Wait, what was the trade? Hill Cup for Cup. Hill. Hill for who? Cooper Cup. Duke. Are you serious? Depends if you're serious. No, no, no. He's not serious unless that offer's in your inbox because he'll f- fucking play. Yeah, give it the next thirty seconds. It's gone. If I if I send that over, would you consider it, dude? I, I would it. mash yeah. accept yeah, it. I consider anything. Send it. Put it in his fucking inbox right now. We'll keep going, but put it in his fucking inbox. All right, here we go. Number two. Would you rather start Mac Jones, and if he doesn't get you more than ten fantasy points in a week, you die, or? Would you go a whole football <laughs> Sunday without your girlfriend or your significant other complaining once about watching football? And if they do complain once, you die. Either way, I'm dead. That's how I look at that one. <laughs> uh, shout out McKenna. She doesn't complain when I watch football. Yeah, Michaela doesn't either. Do you lock him in the, the closet? Up then. No, she complains <laughs> when I check my phone. She doesn't complain when I watch the sport. <laughs> yeah, we break out the, the second TV on Sundays. Saturdays and Sundays. All right. Although, um, just to interject here, Michaela did bring up an interesting rule. What is it? So, um, so someone offers you a trade and you go in to look. You have thirty minutes to either accept or decline the trade, and if you don't, it it has a timer and fifty fifty either accepts or denies it for you. <laughs> oh, fucking that's weird. fucking diabolical. That's insane, dude. I was like, who are you? That would be wild. I would kind of like that. I'd get a, I'd get a little hard on for that. Damn. All two Dude, just went, went just went someone's gonna like accidentally open it and they're gonna be trading like their scrub player for a fucking star. Spam everybody with trade offers of just shit trade offers, hoping they would open it and just forget it. Like yeah, like Hardy, you would trade him like give him like a four for Garrett Wilson. You would open it and forget about it, and you would, you would have <laughs> Garrett Wilson, or you did you wouldn't have him like open it. He doesn't even open his app. Anyone take at the Astros tonight? Fuck the Astros. Dude, my DraftKings wouldn't let me place my bet. I think they know I'm 0-50. Dan, like, are, you just, are you just forgetting all your passwords to every app and, like, everything you have? No, they said that they said there was a thing. There was a problem going on. When I would hit, like, place bet, it would log me out. And they, like, there was a yellow thing on top that said that was a glitch happening. Gotcha. All right. He's like, like, are you Parley, sure you want to go Parley through this throws again? money line and fills money line. All right. We, we got we to gotta move on to the interest of time because I know we want to get to the betting plays and the, and the preview. Okay. We'll, we'll do two more, okay? Number three, would you rather get kicked in the nuts by Justin Tucker while he's running full speed like it's a kickoff or complete a 24-hour Waffle House sacco punishment, but you have to eat a minimum of 15 waffles? No waffles. 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 I've, I've never had Waffle House, and I want to try it, so it's it, awesome. Are they like Belgian waffles? They're like thinner waffles. <laughs> fuck actually getting the nuts by Justin Tucker. Dude, I, I don't know why I have this like irrational feeling that I could take a Justin Tucker kick to the nuts and and, and live through it. Because you have a vagina. <laughs> Dude, I don't think you could eat 15 waffles in 24 hours. Dude, it's harder than you think. It is. All That's right. a lot of waffles, man. Do you yeah. know how bad it would hurt to get drilled in the nuts by Justin Tucker at full speed? Can you wear a cup? Brutal. Uh, I got. I mean, we have two more. I one is about Steve, but I think I don't think it's this as good. This one's good. Number four: Would you rather watch your mother get banged by Zach Wilson, or would you rather start Najee Harris? And if he doesn't get you more than ten fantasy points, you have to get your non-dominant hand chopped off. 
It's either that or my oh. eyes scabbed out. I'm going Najee Harris. I'll take Najee. Yeah, that's a stupid question. How the fuck did Najee you get you 10 points? You Jets fans would probably get off on that, huh? Yeah. All right, you know what? I might as well fucking say the last one. Would you rather run on the field in the middle of an NFL national anthem with a shirt that says, I suck at fantasy football, or would you rather sit in a room with Steve for 48 hours, but he only talks about how good MSU sports are and how good his fantasy team is? I'll run on the field. I'd rather run on the field. I'd fucking kill myself if I was in a room with Steve, and all he was talking about was, oh, Xavier Booker, Mel Tucker, and just all this fucking – Have I said it? I already said I'm not watching any more Michigan State football. Basketball season starts in 19 days. Dan, I was actually going to – you should go to uh, MSU versus Duke at the at the United Center. I know. I was looking at tickets for that game. I was actually going to come for the weekend, but it's uh, on a Tuesday. So. Dan at a Duke basketball. What, what day sucks. is it? Criminal. Tuesday. Like the date, jackass. Oh. Uh, Tuesday. November 4th. Okay, thank you. All right. All right, moving on. You know, I know You're that welcome. the want to want to get him out, so – Week seven betting plays. Fellas, what do we got for our plays? Vok, I'm 0-50. Don't, don't listen to me. Actually, oh, yeah. can we talk about that first? Dan is what? Yeah. Dan is abysmal. Oh, and I mean, I, I get it. Like, it's it's like you're playing parlays every night. But it's hard to go 0-50. It's hard. Okay, I looked like, at and, and not like, and not every one of those is like a is like a sixteen leg parlay like Lane. No, does. but a lot of them are like. I'm sure you got like a three teamer. Yeah, but every now and then I will watch baseball and I'll be like, oh, this guy's getting a home run in this at bat, and it, it would never happen. Baseball. I would never bet on baseball. Baseball is easier than no. the NFL, dude. The NFL is a. I had a legendary run. I was in college. I had a, it was when the Cubs uh, won the World Series. I and remember me would, would sit there on the couch and bet every inning whether there's a run or a hit. One night I made like four hundred bucks. It was sick. All right, what do we got plays wise? Vok, you ready to go? Vok, I'll let you go first. Um, yeah, I mean, I just looked today, uh, for a little bit, and you know, I got to put in my teaser. So we're doing another teaser. The one last week lost, by the way. I forgot who lost it, but I just know it lost. But still plus under a unit. We're probably like up like half a unit since I've been doing these teasers. But here we go. This is the one we got this week. Uh, nice, easy three-team, six-point tease. Pays plus 160. So we're teasing Atlanta up from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half at Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa is good enough to win by more than a touchdown. So I think that's a pretty safe play. Um, next, we're taking Seattle and teasing them down from minus seven to minus one against the Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. I don't think I need to say much more. Um, and lastly, we are teasing Detroit from plus three to plus nine, uh, playing Baltimore. I think Detroit is one of the best teams in the game. NFL. And uh, I think they just win outright. So getting the plus nine, I think it's safe. So Falcons plus eight and a half, Seahawks minus one, Detroit plus nine. Mm-hmm. That's a teaser for the week. Not bad. All right, I'll hit you with the NFL special. I got you with college ball. Went eight, nine last week. I think I'm up like 14 units on the year. Mr. Parlay over here. Last week we got boned by, you know, yours truly, my own squad, Michigan State. They're dead to me this year. 
fuck them. Hope they lose by 70 to, to Michigan this week. Uh, bring it Urban Meyer, but they screwed me out of 550 bucks on a five teamer, and then Bama over screwed me out of the another 550. But we still hit the late late night one, um, cash for 400 bucks this week. I like DJ's uh, Dukes, uh, Jay and you over 52 and a half to start the week hot on Thursday night. Love yeah, Mizzou dude. over 59 against South Carolina. Um, if you want to play the big game this week, I take the under Penn State and Ohio State under 47. Um, gotta go back to the well with Oregon, covering the number. I think they're six zero and one. Take Iowa's um, under too. Iowa, eh, I don't know. Thirty-one and a half is so low. Can't, don't know if I can do it. Tulane, North Texas over sixty-two. Both offenses are gonna pop. Ole Miss minus five and a half. Auburn sucks. Peyton Thorne, old Michigan State quarterback, he fucking sucks. Auburn's complaining about him because he can't move the ball more than five yards down the field. Uh, LSU. They can put up as many points as they want. Utah, I think the number's up to seven against USC. That defense is a nasty, and Caleb Williams is going to wish, you know, he never played college football before. Um, and then if you're really if you're really chasing late night, Arizona State plus twenty eight and a half against Washington, and Stanford UCLA under fifty five and a half. That's the card. Not bad, not bad. Last week we'll, I- we'll work on a couple parlays in there. One will hit. I got you, boys. Last week I had one player prop, Ramondre Stevenson, anytime touchdown score, it hit. I didn't bet on it. I don't bet. But um, if I had to do a player prop for this week, Vox, shout out to you. Bijan, anytime touchdown score. I mean, He's got to get that first rushing touchdown. He's got to get that first rushing touchdown. He's kind of sucked the past couple of weeks. I think he's going to bounce back against a tough defense, rise to the occasion. Bijan, anytime rushing touchdown score. Got any other betting movies, Hardy? What is that, like minus 150? Probably. Yes, we like the over 39 and a half on Thursday night football. Jags at the Saints. Going to be a 24-21 final on either side. Wouldn't touch the spread or the money line in that game. I like Buffalo covering eight and a half against New England. I like Tampa covering the two and a half. Um, The Ravens will cover the three. Like Vox said with the teaser, I don't think they win more uh, by more than a touchdown. And Besides that, I don't like a ton. I would consider the Vikings at home covering the seven against the Niners, losing 20 to seven. That's a big ask. Off a loss? I don't know. We'll see. Depends if McCaffrey plays too. Yeah, he's up in the air right now. All right, moving on. You really think that. Keep going, keep going. Now, just that that Ravens Lions game is going to be really good. Lions are, are real nice. Ravens coming back back to the good old US of A. We'll see what happens there. I think I think the Lions are strong, get slept on, but the Ravens just can't seem to figure it out on offense. Right. All right, moving on, wrapping it up. We got our week seven preview. Good slate of games. Some interesting games definitely to talk about. We'll kick start it with Vok against Sean. Vox projected to win 120 to 103. Vok, how you feeling going into that matchup against Team GG? Um, pretty good. I think last time I looked, he had a bunch of injuries going on. Uh, and no, a bunch Williams. of guys on by. Who's he got out? He lost Tyron Williams, Brees Hall's on a bye. So I'm getting Debo. pretty lucky uh, with that. Um, I don't think I have too many guys out. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel good about it. I think uh, most likely my team comes out with the win. Uh, it's a pretty big swing week, I think. I think uh, 
the squad could separate themselves from uh, the middle of the pack here uh, and give me a little comfort room uh, going into the stretch run. So I like it. I think we win. Um, uh, but best luck to Sean. All right. Steve versus Cayman. Steve, do you even want to talk about that? I mean, can we just skip that? We already know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say one thing. Fields going down, I think it'll be more longer term, which is going to suck. But it's nice to see uh, have a light light matchup this week so I can kind of see how DJ Moore's with Tyler Badgett. We'll see if he's startable with him. So it's nice to kind of get a little trial period. All right. We have the Garrett Wilson Bowl. Hardy against Diz. Hardy, you're projected to absolutely murder him. Do you even want to talk about that? Yeah, it's going to be tough considering Lanny does not have a starting quarterback uh, for his own team. He does have a box of cereal, though. Yeah, that's another thing that, that needs to be discussed on here was his purchase of the chain and a box of cereal. $75, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who is the player? No. Doesn't fucking matter. It's hard either way. Jesus. All right. Um, DJ. Taking on my squad, DJ's projected to win 116-106. to 106. I guess I'll start because I'm the underdog in that matchup. Um, I'm waiting on Tyrod Taylor, whether he's going to play or not. Otherwise, I'm not running a quarterback, and we're just going to see what happens. Um, but hopefully the guys can come ready to go. I've always assumed this was going to be a loss. Recent trades happened, and now we're kind of back in the mix. But I'm still an underdog, so we'll see what happens. What do you think, DJ? Yeah, if those two trades don't happen, it's a whole different week uh, for our matchup. But now because you got rid of one of the guys on by and you got two guys to put in. So it was a big, big trade for you, especially for this week. But I think I think it's going to come down to Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor if he plays or not. Yep, I'm closely monitoring the Daniel Jones thing. All right. All right, we got the Josh Gordon Bowl between Duke and Dan. Duke's projected to win 125-102. Dan, how you feeling going into it? I got my defensive coordinator all over it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, shit. I saw Josh. I saw Josh Allen's questionable with the right shoulder. It would be a shame. Oh. Shame if something <laughs> happened. Oh, uh, he said he said he's playing. He said he's playing. I, I get it, but it would be a first snap yeah. would be a shame. Yeah. What are you thinking? I'm sad. What are you thinking? Josh Gordon. Uh, missing part of this week. I know Dan's missing a, a couple of guys this week, too. Um, the trend against me as of recently is that everybody fucking puts up numbers against me in the past three weeks. I played like two, I played like three top three scorers in the past three weeks. So it hasn't been kind. Um, and, uh, I think I still got to set my, I think I have like one slot left that I have to put in my lineup, but, um, but yeah, it's Dan week, Josh, Josh Gordon bowl. It's never an easy week. I may be fucked though. Cause Trevor Lawrence might be out. Hmm. Oh, I saw Hardy made a roster move. I thought I saw a trade pending. I got excited. Uh, all right, but then moving on to the primetime matchup. Not really like a loud primetime matchup between like two owners that are active in the chat, but we got the number one versus number two team in the league. Brian, the number one, against Emmerich, the number two. Brian's projected to win 137 to 119. This does have some pretty big implications. I mean, assuming that Steve wins his matchup, whoever loses that game is probably going to drop to third, and then whoever's going to win will more than likely well actually no because it would they'd yeah, be in first they would they would winner would secure first place still 
Lo- if Jake loses, he's going to drop more because of his points drop. for. Yep, he's going to drop. So, I mean, it's a big matchup. I think Brian takes care of it even without uh, a questionable McCaffrey. He obviously lost AR recently. He really can't catch a break. First, he loses Mike Williams, loses AR. I mean, his depth is really freaking good. Probably some of the best in the league, so he can kind of like hold himself. But I don't know. This might be the week that Emmerich finally uh, sees the light and, and probably takes an L. But you never know. I mean, Brian Brian can shit the bed real bad. Really depends if like if that uh, Jalen and Devonta combo hits this week. Yeah, definitely. Like if Devonta scores a touchdown, like a like a catching touchdown, it's much bigger different story. Right. All right. Well, we we got about. A little under two minutes. I don't know if you guys want to mention anything else. Are you guys going to end up making that trade? Are we going to have the first ever trade done on the pod? Tyreek for Cooper Cup? Well, I did offer Sean one, but he said no. Oh. What was it? I offered him Kyle Pitts and two firsts for Breeze. He said no. Wow. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Would you actually do that, Dan? Yeah, 100%. He just wants to get off the Kyle Pitts train. He's just, he's fed up. I'm just I'm done, dude. I'm done with Kyle Pitts. The guy. He's not, he's not even his bad. The past two weeks like, been his best. Team sucks. The like, past two Steve weeks he's gets been his best. Drake London. They throw the ball ten times a game. Steve, you're on mute. Steve and I are working on something right now. So no, we should we're expect not. it in a month. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> done next year. Um, <laughs> no, like the the all the Falcons players are impossible. Because, like, Drake London has popped the last, like, four weeks. He's got, like, nine targets each game, double digits. Like, been playing real well. But if I wanted to trade him right now, there's no way I would get anything close to what he's worth. Like, plain and simple, because he's on the Falcons. The the Just the offense is so unpredictable. It just fucking sucks. Same with Pitts, dude. It's the same thing. Like, no, the, the, the same thing, yeah. Like, he's young, freak of nature, but... Just Always open. Happen. Yeah, Falcons are rough. All right. Well, this was Chump Hot. Bijan. Seven. <laughs> Had to see. Yeah, let's get that first rushing touchdown this week. We He's need gonna it. Get it. He's going to get it. Chump Hot episode seven. Thank y'all for tuning in. Good luck to all the chumps this week. Peace. Hope Peace. Peace.